0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Adrian Rogers once said it is better to be hated for telling the truth than loved for telling a lie not that I want to be hated but it is better telling you the truth as opposed to telling you something you want to hear if you have been blessed by this podcast I would ask you to consider the following first would you please like and share this podcast so others may benefit as well secondly prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast Your support to The Truth Must Be Told will allow me not only to keep making podcasts and maintaining the website, but your support will also make it possible to level up this program to new platforms so that the Word of God can go forward and reach as many people as possible. You can make your gifts to paypal.me slash and if you listen to the show on Anchor.fm, you can click the support button. You can also listen on iHeartRadio and view the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for your support, and please keep listening to The Truth Must Be Told. Does our criminal justice system give us give too much consideration to the criminal? How do you feel about high-profile cases? Well, we'll discuss this today on The Truth Must Be Told. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace, don't you? When in doubt, tell the truth. when well, I try to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts. Here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello once again, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 56 we're really moving up there, I'm getting very excited about what the Lord is doing, and we are just um, just really stepping up our game here. Uh, but it's uh, it's a great, it's a great thing that's happening so but uh, first up, uh, I just want to give you some uh, Star Trek news. It's usually Trek Tuesday, so I'd like to give some updates. I want to wish a happy birthday to Clint Howard. Now, he's the brother of Ron Howard, and he made the Star Trek debut as Baylock in the Corb- Corbomite Maneuver, for those of you Trekkies that are out there. He has also appeared on DS9, Enterprise, and Discovery. So, happy birthday, Clint. Also, a happy birthday to George Takei. He played Sulu through all those shows and movies. So, God bless you guys. I hope you, all, you both have a happy birthday. And happy birthday to anyone else out there that has a birthday today that I don't know about. So... All right, so as I was preparing for this show, the uh, Derek Chauvin um, trial for the death of, uh, of George Floyd was in, uh, in uh, waiting for the jury to come back. And if you've been living under a rock and you haven't heard it, uh, he was found guilty on all three charges on the death of George Floyd. Second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, second degree murder. He faces up to 40 years in jail. Some more. I heard recently uh, 75 years uh, might be the ultimate that he may get as a maximum. So between 40 and 75 years, and more than likely there's going to be an appeal. And that's probably due a lot to Maxine Waters. We'll cover that in a moment. Uh, Now, some people are really upset at this outcome. Some people are happy, and others are wishing he would get more. You know, there is much controversy surrounding this trial, and we can only pray that no violence is going to follow this decision. Yet, Maxine Waters, that congresswoman, calling for first-degree murder charges and called for more violence in the streets. Now, I still don't know why this woman is not being charged for inciting violence. She's fueling the flames... Of rioting, for BLM and Antifa to get out there and do what they want to do, and I, I just don't understand this. You know, and the politicians are not wasting time. Within minutes of the uh, within minutes of the decision, Pelosi was out there and said that we've taken a step in the right direction with this uh, with this uh, verdict, and that um, she said it's not over. That they're going to use this as momentum to continue this crap. Okay, just basically <clears throat> excuse me. She's going to continue this, use it as a <clears throat> as a stepping stone, a launching point to get out there and to continue this rioting and violence and uh continue to do the division, to divide this country. And I'm, you know, I'm not happy about that. I'm happy that justice was served if everything is correct, but you know, there's a lot of controversy around controversy around this trial but uh hey you know it is what it is and he has a right to appeal the decision and i know he's going to do that so we just uh keep him in prayer and whether he was actually guilty of this or not that's uh the jury has decided god is the ultimate judge and he'll uh he'll let us know for sure <laughs> when you know he'll take care of everything but I'd like to know what your thoughts are on this trial. Um, I'd like you to leave a comment at the truth must be or on Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook, so I would really appreciate that. I'm kind of curious and like to discuss that with you. In fact, I'm hoping to be on HAPS later on HAPS TV uh, later on today at um, eight o'clock central time. I'm hoping to do a live broadcast of this particular, um, Podcast, and there is a little more interactive, and I'm going to try to get on there maybe once a week, twice a week, with the live broadcast. But I figure with the <clears throat> with the um, with the controversy around this is such a high profile case, I'd like to uh, interact with that. So if you're around at eight o'clock Central Time, uh, so that'd be nine o'clock Eastern, and I think six o'clock uh, out there in California. So. You know, tune in at HAPS TV, Uh, you know, and see what, search search for me, search for Sal Paso's or the truth must be told, you'll find me. All right, so there's much injustice in this nation today, and it seems that politicians, jurors, the news media, and others bow to the pressure that is exerted on them. You know, with the threat of violence in the air, You know, did the non-sequestered jury, in this case, decide and decide quickly, that's within 24 hours, that uh, Derek Chauvin was guilty? If so, can we ever have justice? Because, you know, can we ever have fair trial if this is not, would be considered not a fair trial? So it's up to you. I'm glad justice was served. Okay, I'm not. I'm sad that George Floyd lost his life. It's difficult to see anyone die by the hands of another. It's it's not a pleasant thing to see. You know, but I'm concerned that the political ramifications of this will be long-lasting. You know, because of this situation, the call for defunding the police was born. Now, you talk about stupidity. If you defund the police department and you take away... The protection. Now, that protection, by the way, is guaranteed us under the in the Constitution. It says in there clearly that the states are to pr- make a way to protect its citizens, all right? And so we have a police force, a law enforcement agencies throughout this country that fight crime, that stop crime from happening and bring to punishment those who commit crimes. And yet we would have, the politicians of today, they want to see that done and over with. And it's sad. Look, I understand their their point of view. They want to see justice served. We all want to see justice done, don't we? I mean, when you see somebody, you know, and no matter how bad you are, and you have run a red light maybe from, don't tell me you haven't. <clears throat> or gone past the speed limit, don't tell me you haven't. You, you know, y- y- yet you smile and you laugh. I mean, look at YouTube. Just go to go to uh, YouTube and look up um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, karma. Just uh, look up for uh, drivers' karma, drivers, police nailing people right away, and you'll see people on that have taken videos of uh, uh, of a car that's run a red light or a speeding, and a cop was immediately there and took off after him. And the person behind the wheel is like, yeah, 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 we got him, he got him, he got him. You know, because we all want to see justice done, right? There's none of us here that, and within my listening audience, I don't think there's anybody that's saying, yeah, yeah, whatever. You want to see justice done to those who would do something wrong. When we see injustice, we cry for the system to work. The old phrase, where's a cop when you need him? Uh, his kind of c- comes from that because... It's a natural thing. We want to see justice served to the unjust. Okay, we can't stand it when somebody gets away with something. And I understand that. And if and if uh, Derek Chauvin was guilty, then uh, the you know, putting aside that we hope that they didn't fall under pressure, and it was a righteous judgment. Okay, then justice was done, and I'm. Glad I'm proud to be an American to get that done because nobody, whether black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, whoever, should be put under those kind of circumstances. It's, it's wrong. Now, there are ways to handle circumstances like that. I don't want to get into that. Well, maybe I will, just for a few, few moments. Look, I want to just tell you, all right, as a, as, a, as a Christian, as an American, and as somebody with some common sense in his head, all right, listen... If you are pulled over by a police officer, and for some reason, some reason, whatever it is, this guy or gal has got a burr across his butt, all right, don't be stupid, okay? Because that officer has the right to make life miserable for you. Don't be an idiot, all right? Cooperate. No matter how it ticks you off, just cooperate. All right. If, if you find that, um, uh, you know, the police officer is being really, really bad, don't go, I want to see a supervisor. Don't, don't, look, just don't do that. All right. Cooperate with him. Take his name, his badge number to more than likely be on your ticket, whatever you're getting. Okay. You're going to get a ticket of summons or something. And that's all you'll get. All right. And if you have a complaint, then you bring that to the police agencies, and this is actually a biblical thing, okay? You go to the next person in charge. You don't go to, you know, you don't argue with that police officer. He has power and authority, and if you start arguing with him, you're going to make him or her nervous, All right, You're going to make them very, very nervous, and they will start to look at you as a problem, and the next thing you know is you'll be wind up on the ground and getting your butt kicked by the police. So don't do it. Whether you're black, white, or whatever. Don't do it. Alright? Don't do it. Shut up. Sorry, officer. What can I, you know? Be polite. No matter what. No matter how they treat you. Be polite. You can always argue this out another day. You could bring a complaint to that person's supervisor. Later on, you go through channels so that it officially goes on that officer's record. Alright? And Don't be an idiot. Now, like I said, I'm not saying there are, they, I'm sure there are bad cops out there. Every cop that I've known has been pretty good. All right. Some of them are dicks. I met one that was a dick. All right. I'm, I'm sorry for the language, but one of them was a dick. And um, though he didn't give me a ticket, he let me go, but he did make my life miserable for a few minutes. All right. And uh, I actually have known two cops that were dicks. The <laughs> second one I just thought of while I was sitting here. All right? So don't, you know, but the best thing to do is not to argue, excuse me, not to argue with him, is just to let things go. If he's pulling you over for a ticket, all right, because you've, he's, he's caught you doing something wrong and you don't think you did, you know, just say, okay, officer, thank you. Sign the ticket, do whatever, and be on your way, and you will not have an issue. All right? Look, I've been in, very, I've been in a lot of circumstances where I've been pulled over by the police all right and because of uh because of uh speeding or because my headlights went out and i didn't realize it Uh, and uh the cops thought i was some kind of gangbanger Uh, so there's all kinds of things it just for the sake of art just be quiet just do what he tells you all right he or she tells you just do it all right be polite diffuse the situation all right so anyway i got off of that that's 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 it. Anyway, so as I said, we all want to see justice done. We all want to we cry for the system to work. It's a natural thing. I think it's a natural thing that God has put in us because God the righteous judge uh, gives us a natural morality that we see something wrong, we need to do something about it. And it's you know, we need to, you know, we cry for justice, you know. So now the reason you had not you have not heard me or see me speaking um too much on this subject of the George Floyd thing is because I wanted to hear the outcome and it was just like I did in the OJ Simpson case. case when the police chase took place with OJ, you know, I began to follow the news very, very closely on it. Now, of course, back then there really wasn't any internet to speak of. And uh, we had to depend on the news networks to uh, get us the information that we needed. And the news media was all over this, like white on rice. And they were insinuating that O.J. was guilty of murder. Now, I particularly liked O.J., all right? He was a hell of a football player and a decent actor. And I was leaning on the side that he was innocent of this and that the news was being unfair. And I thought for sure, you know, I mean, this is the way it is in this country. We are, you are innocent until you are proven guilty. So for the news media to, to cram down on him saying he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty, I thought it was a bit unfair. I liked O.J. I did. And, uh, I, you know, he was a great football player, a decent actor. And, and like I said, as I watched the trial unfold on the TV, you know, I, as I watched the facts being presented towards this man, and then I began looking and saying, you know, he might be guilty of this. And as the facts more and more came out on the trial, I was amazed to see a lot of things. So first of all, Judge Ito, should have recru- reclused himself, okay? His wife was a high, high-ranking official on the L.A. Police Department. So right there, I think he should have It should have been... He said, no, he should have went, no, I don't want to hear this, okay? He should have reclused himself. Um, second, the trial of Mark Furman, the lead investigator, was on trial there, not, not supposedly uh, uh, O.J. He was on trial because they supposedly he supposedly said the N-word... In his past, something in his past. <clears throat> so they painted him as a, as a prejudiced police officer against a black man, and um, that totally got out of hand. And the third, the ton of circumstantial of evidence that was there was overwhelming, proving that O.J. was was guilty. All right, and it was basically ignored by the defense, who put the accusers on trial. Of course, when the verdict came in as not guilty, I was shocked. But congratulations to the defense team for getting him off the murder charges. You know, they did what their job. They put a form of doubt or, you know, the reasonable doubt into into the jury, and that was enough to sway them to find him not guilty. However, during the civil trial, um... Uh, he was found to be guilty of the wrongful deaths uh, of the two of them. Uh, Nancy, uh, uh, excuse me, Nicole Simpson, Nicole Brown Simpson, and, uh, oh, my goodness, I can't, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the young man who was killed. Uh, but anyway, he was uh, sentenced to pay the families for this wrongful death, restitution, okay, so he had to sell all this stuff, and and hereby the jokes, was the, was the only Jew to ever receive a Heisman Trophy? Well, it was... <laughs> Oh, Ron Goldman's father, yeah. Uh, So it was Goldman, Ron Goldman, I just remembered. So, uh, and Simpson vowed to continue to look for the killer, but nothing ever came out of that promise. So we scream for justice, and what are we to do about it? You know, violent protests on the street? Is that the answer? Well, it seems that BLM and Antifa are doing their level best to riot and destroy things to get their voices heard, and yet, where is the justice for those hurt, killed, and had their property destroyed in those riots for, ju- for uh, injustice? You know, there is none. So should those who are seeking justice for the ones affected by the riots riot themselves and stop it? Why hasn't law enforcement been able to squelch the rioters? I know that in some instances they were told to stand down because the, the leaders were, uh, once again, bowing to political pressure, so what's going to happen now? Okay, the 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 verdict is in. Maxine Waters is crying for uh, justice to be served. You know, she wants people to get out there and continue rioting. Continue, you know, I this is sad, okay, sad. I'm praying that uh, tonight at um, uh, tonight on uh, you know in Minneapolis and all the other states around that are. You know where BLM and Antifa protest. I, I just would like, you know, pr- just pray for them. Okay, pray that the Lord has His way in that situation. You know, it just uh, it's just really, really bad. So pray that the Lord protects those and protects our police officers and things like that. So, all right. So right now we're going to take a quick break, uh, and I'll be right back. Thank you for joining us in the second half of the show. Don't forget to hit that like, uh, the the share, the like and share buttons, and hit that donation button on anchor.fm to help with this podcast if you would. Uh, We're desperately uh, would love some support on that. Okay, so what does the Bible say about injustice? Uh, Does God wish us to take up arms and fight for injustice? What does he want us to do? Now, I mentioned in my intro that there tends to be more leniency to those who commit crimes nowadays. Look at New York City. You commit a crime, you're booked and released with no bail. You don't have to put up bail. You could just, they sign your name, they give you a ticket, and off you go. And you're told to come back. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. In Proverbs 17.15, he who justifies the wicked... And he who condemns the righteous are both like an abomination to the Lord. Wow. Okay, if you condemn the righteous and justify the wicked, God says it's like an abomination before him. All right. Psalms 82.2 says, How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? How will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? We've seen this. Many, many high-profile trials, you know, and it just, it happens. And forgive me if you hear the dog whining out there. They're little crybabies, and it's getting late, and they're whining. So forgive me if you hear them uh, hear them hopping out in the background there. <clears throat> I do have to have my window open so that I can uh, survive in my office there. All right, so, um, so the God asks, How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Now, he also puts a blessing on, Blessed are blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Now, I know it's difficult to be righteous at all times because when something ticks you off, you're not very righteous at that point. You almost have an indignation that the injustice is taking place. You know, and again, just taking into this trial with, uh, about George Floyd's death. All right? There, you know, people are crying for justice to be done. Justice is being done, and yet they're still they're still out there and they are they gonna riot again tonight? I hope not. Okay? But you gotta do righteousness, all right. If you if you're you're upset about something, you know, I understand that, but be righteous about it. Anger and sin not, the scripture says. All right. God tells us that we need to open your mouth for the mute for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. So, yeah, for those who are needy and poor and you know, we need to speak up for those who can't speak up. This is why those who are are, are speaking up for the unborn, God bless you. You're doing God's work by speaking out against that injustice. I do not think you should bomb <laughs> or or damage anything at an abortion clinic, but you're defending the rights of those who can't speak for themselves. That's good. You know, for those, you know, I mean, everybody has a cause that they follow, okay? I think everybody can get on board, uh, you know, something happening, uh, you know, children being executed children being um abused pedophilia you know and god says defend the rights of the poor and needy well these people are needy they don't have a way of defending themselves these young children so we see that god demands that we be just in our judgment we must be aware that even though today's judges may or may not meet out justice correctly that they might you might you don't you don't know Okay, they may be doing something wrong. But we must be aware that, um, that God is the ultimate judge, and he will hold accountable those who misuse their power and bring them to justice. God will bring them to justice. He is not slack on these things. All right? You see, God has extremely high standards high standards, all right, and he knows that the human, he knows the human heart, because of the fall of man, because of sin entering in, that our hearts are unjust, and we must accept that God is perfectly just, and humans are not. I'm going to read to you from the book of Romans, you bear with me, from uh, Romans uh, chapter 3, starting at verse 10, as it is written, There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is in their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways, and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Then a little later down in verse 23, he says this, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And he's making that that this righteousness is given through faith in Christ Jesus. All right? That... um, that doesn't matter, there's no difference between Jew and Gentile, Uh, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God so it doesn't make any difference in God's eyes who you are All right. so um, look, we're all sinners and God is going to judge us accordingly Hebrews 10 31 says, it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God so what can save us then? well we need to turn to the Lord and beg for our forgiveness. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated his love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, or still sinners, Christ died for us. And that's powerful. Now, if you do not accept Jesus as Savior and confess him before men, your destination is sealed if you die without him. Okay? Uh, there is... Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be harsh here, people, but this is the truth. It's the truth of God's word. And even though it hurts, I have to bring this out. Alright? Because um, there's coming a time you know, alright, let me just read it. It's from uh, the book of Revelation. This is near the end of the world after the world has been destroyed and and God's judgment is is about to take place and John says this in uh, chapter 20, verse 11, and others. It says, uh, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated upon it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done As recorded in the books, the sea gave up the dead that were in it and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. Each person was judged accordingly to what they had done. And death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. That is bad news. You see, during this judgment, there's going to be no jury there. No human to cast judgment upon you or to judge you. All right? None. So there's no chance of any error taking place here. The ultimate judge, God himself, will be seated on his great white throne. You will be judged what is written in the books. So everything you do in your life is written in books about you. God's book. He writes it down. And you're going to be judged by what was written in those books. So everything you've done will be made manifest. and, And there's going to be people standing around waiting for their turn. And they're going to hear every bad thing you ever did, every bad thought you ever had. It's all going to be done and exposed, naked and bare, before him with whom we have to do. All right? You are going to be judged by what was written in those books. And then if your name is not written in the lamb, books, lamb in the book of life, which we call the lamb's book of life, we make reference to that, you'll be cast into the lake of fire. To burn forever and ever and ever and ever. Now if you've got to burn <clears throat> and if any of you have ever burnt been burnt seriously, you know how painful it is. Well, can you imagine burning like that forever and ever and ever? Jesus said that uh, it's outer darkness that there's no escape okay it's a it's a place of darkness it's a place of pain it's a pain of pace place of anguish uh and satan's going to be cast in there too all right you're not going to have good company you all have good company no you won't because you won't be able to see each other jesus called it darkness outer darkness and it's almost like a dark flame that's burning and you will not be able to see now, the only way to escape this is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You see, he came to this earth to be a sacrifice for the sin of the world. John the Baptist said it, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, or the cosmos. All right, you, you got to understand, people will, Oh, Jesus was this great man. He spoke of love and fellowship. Yeah, he did, but he spoke more of hell than he did of heaven. And he told you very plainly, Then the word of God tells us very plainly, that there's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. All right? He was beaten and died on a cross as a sacrifice to God. And his blood didn't just cover our sins. His blood cleansed us from our sins. God took our sins and buried them into a sea of forgetfulness. He threw them in there and forget about it. He he remembers them no more. Why? Because his son paid the price for our sins. He took our punishment on that cross so that we can now have a right standing with the Father and be accepted by the Father into heaven. That's some heavy-duty stuff, isn't it? It really is. It's some heavy-duty stuff. Well, you could say, well, Sal, I hear what you're saying, so how do I get saved? Well, it's simple, really. In the book of Romans, we read, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's easy enough, right? You know, you could say a prayer like this and say, God, I know that I have sinned against you, and I am deserving of punishment. But Jesus Christ took the punishment that I deserved so that through faith in him, I could be forgiven. With your help, I place my trust in you for salvation. Thank you for your wonderful grace and forgiveness, the gift of eternal life. Amen simple right something along those lines doesn't have to be those words <clears throat> but from your heart you send it out all right now i want you to know that if you know you say something like this you know it, you know a lot of a lot of people will say well i'll beat the jury i'll get the jury to be on my side that's your attorney's job he's going to make make you look like the greatest thing since sliced bread put doubt into the jury's mind and may get you off but you will not get off With God. Everything that you thought, your underlying thoughts, the things you've spoken secret are going to be revealed. The times that you've hated somebody, God calls that murder. The times that you stole even the smallest thing, God says that's a thief, makes you a thief. You looked at a woman with lust or a man with lust, God says you've already committed adultery with them in your heart. Have you ever taken the Lord's name in vain? Man, that's blasphemy. That's just four of the Ten Commandments. And I know we've all broken at least one of those. And God is going to hold us accountable. Why? <clears throat> how can he hold us How can he send a man or a woman to hell? Let them burn there forever and forever and forever because he sent his son to die on a cross. That's why. Because Christ's sacrifice, this perfect Lamb of God, okay, because he's referred to in Scripture, he gave his life for our sin when he hung on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what you do. They know not what they do. And he made his death, paid the price. God opened the way so that all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay? It has nothing to do with your church. It has nothing to do with your religious background. You know, that, I played it the other day, how much I'd be saved. You know, well, you know, don't sleep past 530. Eat only vegetables and Twinkies. Shave your hair and only wear blue. and you might make it. No, that's not what God requires. What he requires of us is to accept the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Pretty simple, isn't it? There's no... I heard it put this way once. You know, the people who are complaining, well, the Bible says all these things that we shouldn't do. But, you know, as you read the Bible, you find out there's more things that you... There are more do's in here than there are don'ts. <laughs> and if you spend your time doing the do's, you ain't going to have time to do the don'ts. How's that sound? That's, I heard that once. You spend your time doing the do's, you ain't going to have time to do the don'ts. So, <laughs> all right. I kind of like that. All right, so if you prayed that that prayer, all right, please let me know. Go to the truthmustbetold.org and leave a message for me there. All right, I will not spam you. I will pray for you. And I'll give you some information. I won't even ask for your address, okay? I'll send it all via email. All right. Um, if you have a prayer request or an opinion about today's show, you know, please write to me from the website as well. And don't forget to hit that donation button and help this ministry continue to share the gospel around the world. Your listenership is important uh, to keep this program alive and well. So I do appreciate you being there and for you listening. Our our uh, field is expanding i on uh, a lot of different places now, which is really exciting. Anchor.fm is uh, wonderful. Uh, they've s- sent out they send out the podcast to I think six different platforms, and it also goes out to iHeartRadio. And every Monday, a new program of this show will be featured on uh, ImpactRadioUSA.com. Uh, my brother there paul is uh, dr paul is uh, wonderful he's given me the opportunity to get the show out there and he says it's doing wonderful and i can tell by the numbers or where we're going that we 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 we're, we're getting the listenership is getting up there so keep on spreading the word like i said if you like this podcast please let people know about it share it with them let them know if there's anything i could do you know to let me know Put out the prayer request. I'll do what I can. But I can, only thing I can do effectively is to pray. So, all right. All right. So that's about it for today. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you next time on uh, The Truth Must Be Told. God bless.